0: Janekalyane, karunamayam Karuna, devam Namami Chin, Mayum, Devum, Sadkurum, Rum, Manojavam, Marudatullevegum, Jitendrium, Buddhim, Atham, Srila Madhutam Sri Rasadamami Santo Srini Jagann Mata Mamasau Bhakya Namaskaromi Namaskaram I Bhaktyatva Prasanna Varada Shankaram Shankaracharyam keshavam badarayanam sutra pasya grutavande bhagavandau puna om namapranavarthayam siddhyane gamuptaye narmalaya prashandaya Saccidānanda rūpāyap Vishyotpatyādihetave Śrī krśnāyavayam humā the 6th doors page number 91 <coughs> <clears throat> nitya shuddha vimukteikam <coughs> akhanda ananda matvayam, akhanda ananda matvayam <coughs> satyam gnanam <tnyana> <coughs> param brahmā mevatatam <laughs> evam Brahmā smīti Ramayvasmi Tivasana, Ramayvasmi Tivasana, Ramayvasmi Tivasana, Ramayvasmi So, in the meditation seat, after having withdrawn the mind from its usual field of entertainment, once the mind becomes quieter, what we should think is what is given here. That is, Brahmāham, Brahmā, Brahmāyavās, Brahmāyavāsmiti, Vāsana, to be created. So, Aham, Brahmāsmiti, Vāsana. So, Vāsana is impression. So, we are a product of Vāsana. Our personality is nothing but our thoughts. So, that's why watch... Your thought, it becomes words. Watch your words, it becomes a habit. Watch your habit, it becomes your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. So this is how it goes. So, The vasanas are created by consistent thought process. So, therefore, we have developed vasanas for so many things by consistent thinking. You think about it, whatever vasana you created so far, it is what? Constant thinking. I want this, I want that. If you cannot get it, you start imagining. If I get it what will happen. <coughs> and if you imagine it, so many, that's why the priya moda pramoda. There are three types of joy. Happiness also three levels. Priya is thinking about a desirable object. It's called joy. Thinking about it is a joy. Then, when the object comes near you, in front of you, it's called moda. So, that becomes more interesting. Happiness becomes more dear to you. Then, when that object you are enjoying is called pramoda, prakashayana moda, super happiness. So, this reveling in the enjoyable object, thought wise. And when thought develops into action, then action produces experiences, and one or two, three more time you experience, or go through the same experience, it leaves an impression in the mind. That impression is called vasana. Now we have, we have today what our character is, nothing but how we lived what type of thought we entertained, that determined our personality today. Now, Bhagwan is telling that we have to reprogram ourselves. So, this reprogramming is called Brahmahamasmi Vasana. This vasana we have to create. What is that? A brahmasmi I am that Brahman this thought is to be replaced with all other thoughts. Then a question comes, is this not another thought we are replacing? So, one thought you entertain, that develops into a vasana, and that vasana binds you, creates janma, etc., birth and death, that again creates more vasanas, so, the thoughts are the one that has created problem for us, bondage for us. Now you are telling us you replace that thought with Tramaham Idivasana, Aham Brahmastmi, I am that Tramaham. Idi, another thought you replace. Will that not become another bondage? So, this is a question raised. So, Bhagavan Shankaracharya anticipating that. <coughs> says, aratyavidya vichyavān rūgā Ivarasayanam. So it is something like this thought of brahmāha-masmī. am brahmaasmi I am that man. This thought is going to eat up all other thoughts. So it is something like, you know, in... There is a custom in Asian countries, Japanese or Chinese, I don't know, or or uh, a Vietnamese, I don't know. What they do is they kill one pig and hang it upside down in their basement. <laughs> then underneath they keep one vessel. And this pig gets rotten, so worms start falling down into the vessel, and once worms start eating the other, and by the time, a few days, what happened? One big giant worm will be there. They will take that and bring it to the dinner table. That is a delicacy with soya sauce. You can eat. You can eat. <laughs> Why I gave this example, because that one worm eats up all other worms. <laughs> Become one giant worm. <laughs> The same way this brahmaha vasana thought, eats of all other thoughts. Not only that, after having given you the knowledge that you are Brahman, it disappears also. Like example Bhagavān gives here, Rogan niva rasāyanam, how the medicine for the stomach in digestion you take medicine, what happened? It cures your indigestion and the medicine also get digested <laughs> and disappears. The same way this thought is so powerful that will eat up all other thoughts and finally disappears also. Now a few instructions Bhagwan is giving regarding Meditation thirty-eighth verse. Vivicta de Sena Vivicta de Sena Virago Vichitendria Virago Vichitendria Pavaye deca matmanam. VIVIKTA Deshe Asinaha Select hmm. a solitary place. VIVIKTA Desha. And meditation should be practiced seated. Asinaha there are modern types of meditation is there walking meditation uh, what do you call there are so many types of meditations they are discovering now but according to our tradition there are also a solitary place solitary place means that a place where you will not be disturbed at least for 30 to 40 minutes. Nobody will disturb you. In your own house, you don't have to go to Himalayas or mountain cave and things like that. It's not necessary. Because that is a picture you will get vivikta desi asinaha. The moment you say, sitting in a solitary place, immediately our mind goes to Himalayas and the cave sitting there. The picture will come It's not necessary here in America itself, in your own house, select a time when you are not disturbed. Husband is out, children are out, and nobody disturbs you. And the phone also disconnected. No disturbance. And seated. Virāgaha, vichitendriya. So, in all other Upanishads also, or um, kaivalya Upanishads, and even in Gita also, Bhagavan Gita, you should sit in the meditation seat as a sannyasa. So, atyashrami, it is. We are not telling you, you are all grahasthas, we are not telling you to be a sannyas. You don't misunderstand. But during meditation time, at least that half an hour, forty-five minutes, you should be a sannyasa. Means the mind should be viraga, detached. So that particular time thought may arise. So when you practice meditation, when you try to control your thoughts, that is the time thought becomes powerful. Other time mind is okay, you are fine. But the moment you try to concentrate on something. We say that you concentrate the picture of the Lord or the idol of the Lord. You try to do that, then you will see <laughs> how revolting is this mind is. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is necessary is, there is a, 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 a mind which is detached at that time during that time. and Nyasa. Tell the mind that I am going to meditate 40 minutes or 45 minutes. Don't disturb me. Tell that mind. So it is like an auto-suggestion you give. Say something like if you want to go to pick up somebody in the airport, let us say the plane is coming at 4.30 in the morning. And what do you do? You put your alarm at 3.30, calculating the time for driving. And, you know, at least you get ready. So, one hour before, 3.30 you put the alarm. What happens? You went to sleep telling your mind that you have to get up at 3.30, isn't it? So, what happened? Before the alarm rings, you get up. So, who wakes you up? Your own mind wakes you up because of this auto suggestion. Same thing we should do for meditation also. Tell the mind that I am going to meditate. So don't give me trouble now. I will attend to your problem later. It's not that I will leave you or you will leave me. You will attend to your problem later. So this This um, understanding is to be uh, made. So that is one way of looking at virādhā. So free from desires. Other thing also, because sometimes when people start meditation practice, they think that when they sit for meditation, then suppose the God comes, suppose let us say, God appears before you. Now you are thinking what to ask him. There are people. So the whole one-hour meditation you spend thinking about what to ask him. There also you are given only one chance. Generally in Puranas you hear Bhagavad appear. He will give you one minute to ask your questions because he doesn't want to stand there. You know, Devatas, they are afraid of human beings they cannot stand our smell. So they always appear, stand far, far away and ask you, come on, (coughs) ask you, what is that boon you want? So they want, they are in a hurry all the time. They want to finish off and go. So you are thinking, what I should ask? So we have to ask health, wealth. Suppose health is there, wealth is there. So but then happiness is not. So such people that is we see. There are so much money is there, everything is there, but then there is no happiness. So we have to ask that also. So health, wealth, happiness. So this is then you are thinking, did I leave anything? So all those things. If you think that way Bhagwan will not come. So what is that? Viraga is necessary. Vairagya is very important because your mind will keep on tempting you. So, with if a person who advances in meditation also more difficulty comes. Mind tempt you with so many things. What has to be vairagi. I am not interested in anything. That's why you see in the story of Palari this churning of Milky Ocean is meditation. What is this? The mind is being churned. Milky motion is our mind. It is being churned with what? The vasuki. The snake is our ego. So that's why all gods you see the snake. What is the snake means this is secret, Our ego. Now ego is being pulled from one side to another. What is that? One side, the negative forces, another side is positive forces. Devas and Asuras. When you sit in meditation, you will see, these two will pull you. (laughs) One side, you are thinking nice things. Another side, suddenly a thought come about number one enemy. (laughs) Then the whole meditation will be concentrated on that person. How to destroy it? (laughs) That will be the meditation. So this way, that way, mind is pulled. Then Mantra Parvada is what? Mantra that chant the name of Lord, the mantra that you chant. Then first what happens? In the beginning, what happens? The Allah, Vishak comes, poison comes. That's why in the meditation practice, the beginning. Six months it will be very nice. You will be very good. Then after six months, then what happens? Your subconscious start coming out. Poison that is there inside start coming out. You become very sensitive, irritant, angry. If you are a passionate person, you become very lusty, passionate. So all this thought becomes more vivid and clear and it disturbs you. That is the time, like the Devatas left, Devatas and Nasuras both left. What <laughs> journey? The same thing we will also do. We give up meditation <laughs> and we will do something else. <laughs> People also around you will tell you also before meditation practice, you are a good person. Now you become worst. <laughs> so they will tell you also. Your friends will tell you. <laughs> so you give up. Don't give up. What is to be done? That poison coming like what Devata the they offer to the Lord. So you also do the same thing. Oh Lord, these thoughts are coming, these are all poisonous thoughts. I don't know how to handle it. Please accept it. Offer it to him. So with a surrendering attitude, sit in the meditation seat. This phase will pass. Once it passed, then what happens? So many siddhis are coming. You know, Airavatam, then what is that? The Apsaras, then what is the Kalpakavacham, then finally Lakshmi herself. They, all these things, so they're all siddhis. So, Sankalpa becomes true. When you think of something, that becomes true. It happens. We will get some promotion also. What is going to happen you will know also. <laughs> These are all siddhis. Now don't get tempted with that. He says give up all that. I am not interested in any of this. What I want is moksha. <clears throat> this, is our, this is the interpretation for virāgya. Vichitendriya. <laughs> One has to have control over indriyas. <laughs> Vichitendriya. Indriyas are well controlled actually. Eyes are in their socket, ears also well controlled. Indriya Nigraha means what? You don't have to control your senses. Senses are well controlled. What is to be controlled? The mind leaking through the senses. Is the one to be controlled, <laughs> not the senses. So it is not that when I am seeing you, my eyes sock- eyes are coming out of the socket and crawling all over you. No, that will be terrible. So all of all of you are looking at me.
1: All your eyeball,
0: eyeball comes on me. It will be terrible <laughs> experience. It is not that eyes are there only. <laughs> Ears are there only. It is controlled. But what goes through the senses is the mind. So, mind is the one to be controlled. Uh, Controlled in the sense, watched. See, if you learn to watch your mind, then it automatically gets controlled. So, our problem in uh, meditation seat is we are trying to control the mind. If you try to control the mind, you will never be able to succeed. Because with what you control? With your mind alone you have to control, isn't it? So you will never be successful. That's why you get frustrated. So don't try to control the mind. What is to be done? The mind is to be watched, observed. As you keep stand out and watch, then what happens? Mind behaves. Don't control. And don't complain that mind is agitated, worried, anxious. Mind nature is that. Mind is made for that. It is dynamic. Sometimes thoughts are violent. Sometimes thoughts are calm. This is the nature of mind. Complaining about it is not going to help. So, a thought Thinking mind is not a problem for a meditator. You should not think that I should have a mind which is not thinking quite calm. (laughs) Only then I will be able to meditate. No. Say, it should be like a surfer. You should be like a surfer. A surfer is not afraid of waves. In fact, he likes waves. But why he likes waves? Because he has learned the knack of diving between the waves. This knack we have to learn in meditation seat also. Thoughts are like waves. Let the thought comes, Doesn't matter. I look at it, I see, I ride on the thoughts and I learn the knack of diving between the thoughts. So, this knack, once you get it, you are no more afraid of the mind. So, mind become your friend. So, that's why, lift yourself by yourself. You are your friend. Your mind is your friend. Your mind is your enemy. What type of mind is your enemy? The mind which is not disciplined is your enemy. The mind is disciplined, he is your friend. So, vichitendriya here means vichita vichitamanaha. Bhavayet ekamatmanam tam anantam ananyati. Ananyati unswearing attention, complete concentration. Meditate bhavaed, meditate upon ekam atmanam, the one self. To meditate upon that one self is very difficult for us now. Because our mind now, unless something is given to the mind to concentrate, it will not be helpful. So if you say, egam atmanam bhavaye, one Atma to be meditated upon, which is what is given here, how do you do that? So what is to be done? When the mind is quiet, calm, peaceful, take up the subject called Atma. Start the journey of enquiry. You start thinking, give the thought to the mind what is this Atma Atma they are talking about? And I am not this mind, I am not the body, I am not this intellect, I am not even the ego. I am Sachidananda, this is what the Shastra talks about. How am I that Satchidananda, Saruvatma? How is that possible? So, that is why exposition to the Shastra scriptures is very important before you start your meditation practice. <laughs> so once you know the logic, how Shastra proves that you are Satchidananda, how the negation part they have done. You are not the Annamaya Pranamaya Manomaya Vijnanamaya Anandamaya Kosha. I am that Sat Chit Anandaha. So, uh, this Advaita Magaranthagara last time I quoted, Aham Asmi Sadabhami Tadachin apriyaha Apriaha Prameivaham Adasthittam lakshanam. Aham Asmi I exist. For my existence, I have no doubt. And I am aware of my existence. Nobody has to tell me whether I exist or not. I know I exist. And I never become an object of dislike. I always love myself. So these three aspects are very evidently clear to me. The same is given, Lakshana is given for Brahman, the truth also. So therefore, I am that Brahman. This way, you have to connect, sitting in the meditation seat. So this connection is called Bhavayet Ekamatmanam. Hmm. Otherwise, what happened? We know there is a truth somewhere, sitting in the and I am meditating upon it. <laughs> you will never be able to establish the connection <laughs> that I am that Brahman. This connection is to be made. And how will you wait to the extent your mind becomes pure, sattvic, you will see the connection become easier. <laughs> bhavayet, Ega Matmanam, Tam Anandam, ananyadhi Tam Anandam, that boundless, endless, Paramatma, he is my nature, Iti Bhavayet. Thus one should meditate. So, Swamiji has given a footnote on this, Bhāvayet, Bhāvanā. It is very difficult to find an appropriate word in English for the Sanskrit term Bhāvanā. It is not a mere intellectual appreciation, nor is it a mere emotional weak, and yet it is both, when both, the function of intellect, thinking, the function of the mind, feeling, are harmoniously woven together, we get the heart, and its function is the bhavana. Mm. The ardent coating of the intellect and the mind end in their marriage at the altar of heart. The joy of Mm. this nuptial is bhavana. So, both head and heart. One. <tries> <tries> Continue. Atmane <tries> Vakilam Trisham. Atmane Vakilam Trisham. Pravila <tries> Pyatia <tries> Suti. <tries> <tries> Pravila <tries> <tries> Bhāva ye deka mātmānam Bhāva ye deka mātmānam Ātmani eva akilam drishyam pravilāpyatiyāsudhihi Si atma. In Bhradharini Upanishad this point is this test. So here, Atma is Srishti Stiti Laya Karanam. Srishti Karanam means Atma is the one from whom everything is created, in whom alone everything is sustained. Unto whom alone everything goes merge back. So Laya Laya Karanam. Laya means dissolution. There are two types of dissolution. One is called Atyantika pralaya. Ultimate pralaya. Then there is one temporary pralaya is there. Temporary. Like sleep. When you go to sleep, everything gets dissolved. But what happens when you wake up, everything come back. The same thing with pralaya also. One kalpa is there, go over, there is a pralaya, dissolution. It is written in Gita that when Brahmaji goes to sleep, everything goes to a dissolved state. So Brahmaji's lifetime is what? Two thousand mahayuga. Four point three million multiplied by two thousand is one day of Brahmaji and 1,000 multiplied by 4.3 4, 4. million is 12 hours of Brahmāji. After 12 hours he sleeps. When he sleeps, entire creation also sleeps. <laughs> it dissolves. But then what happened? When Brahmāji wakes up, everything comes back again. So this dissolution and creation, both are going on continuously. Where? In Brahmāji. So we are only a speck in the whole creation. This whole universe, when you look at it, earth is only a speck, small speck. And within that, so much of the varieties and multitudes and vastness we seek. And if you look at the vastness of the whole creation, this is nothing. So, this Atman akilam drishyam pravilapya diyasutihi So, the wise man should intelligently merge the entire world of object in the Atman all. So, like we go to sleep, entire world get dissolved in ourselves. If this is understood, in the meditation seat also, we dissolve the world in what? Paramatma. Means what? The mind, the moment mind wakes up, the world wake up. The mind sleeps, the world goes. So what is role here is, let the mind absorb in paramātma. In sleep this is happening unconsciously. In ignorance it is happening. The mind is virgin paramātma, but it doesn't know. In meditation this has to happen deliberately, consciously. So the conscious merging is what is called here Pravilapya Dhyasuti Bhavayet Ega Matmanam Nirmala Akasavat Sada Bhagavan is giving here an example Nirmala Akasavat Sada So Bhavayet Ega Matmanam That Atma is to be meditated upon upon. How? As though you are thinking, imagining in your mind, atma is pure space. Nirmala agasham. The space where there are no clouds, cloudless, free, blue, beautiful, starless, moonless sky. Nirmala ākāśavat sadā. Like a stainless or pure space. So this is given you something to hold on to. But that is not paramātmā, okay? Don't hold on to the space. <laughs> Atmā is like space. It is only for meditation's sake it is given. But then later on that also to be negated, Yet transcend that also. <coughs> Upavarnaadikam Sarvam. Äh ja Vihaya Paramatha Vita, Behaya Rūpa Varnādhikam Sarvam Vihāya Paramārtha Vita. Paramārtha Vita. Vita means the novar. Romar of Paramārtha. So, there are three levels of truth. One is called the bautika Then, ātibhautikam uh, prāthibhātikam uh, paramārthikam. So, this empirical world, there is some truth, empirical truth. In this world, when we are living, there are certain truth, isn't it? The sun is rising, setting, and day-to-day basis there are some truth. But this truth is dismissed totally when you go to sleep. It's called prādhibāsina. In dream also there are some truth, <laughs> isn't it? What is that? Experience when you are going through the dream. It is real, isn't it? At that time you are winning the You are watching. <laughs> and you are, you are part of it. <laughs> and Armitābhajchan is asking you questions and you are answering then suddenly, then afterwards, you answered all the questions very nicely, and you won one crore. He declares you, you are crorepati, and give you the cheque also. And you celebrate with all the friends and relatives in the dream. When you wake up, one, day, you are not crorepati. <laughs> you are no pati. You are sadak <laughs> You are on the road. So, this satta, at that time it was so real. But on waking up, it disappears. The same thing, this, this empirical reality and the dream reality, both disappears. When when you wake up to your real nature called paramarthika satta. And you realize, if you really know your real nature, then waking state, dream state has no value. <coughs> That's why Jagannath Maharaj, he dreamt that he is a vegan in his dream. So he woke up, went to his guru, narrated his dream to his guru. Guru said, yeah, you dreamt that you are a beggar, what is wrong in that? No Janavaraja, that's not my problem. What is your problem? Is the beggar is dreaming that he is a king or the king is dreaming that he is a beggar. That is my problem. Now <laughs> <laughs> his guru said, You are neither beggar nor king. You are absolute paramatma. So this is the point. Once you wake up your state, then what happens? Both disappears. So, paramārtha vidya, the one who knows his paramārtha state, that real nature. rupa varnadigam sarvam vihāya. So he give up form, colour and so on. rupa varnadi. So the object in this world, they are all categorized in the form of what? Rūpam form, varna, color. So the object in this world you categorize in this form. Form and color. With your eyes what you see? Form and color. And that form and color you have a name. Different, different names are there. So what names you give doesn't matter. What are they? Nothing but form and colour. So this means Rupavarnadi means the entire creation sarvam. Vihaya discarding Parama Paramarthavite, the one who has realized the Supreme. Paripurna Chitaranda Sure avatishtadet. ...remains as an embodiment of the infinite consciousness and bliss. So once you give up... ...give up in the sense what? It is not temporarily given up. Giving up also, there are two kinds. You cannot physically give up the name and form and color. Say, try to do that. How can you give up the tree? It's not possible. You can't keep cutting down the trees. Or you are looking at your wife, Rupam, color, isn't it? (laughs) Now how do you give up that? you may give up but she will not give up. So what do you do? So what is this giving up? Very easy to say. Try to do. Now, (coughs) when you are walking in the desert, Sahara desert, what do you see? A mirage water. Isn't it? So, sometimes it it deludes you in such a way that there is water. And you run for it also. And one or two times you do, what happens? You realize there is no water. It is only a reflection of sun in the sand. Even though your delusion is gone, but still the vision remains, isn't it? Even though you are not you are no more deluded by the sight, but what happens? You continue to see it. Something like sunrise, we know the sun is not rising, but still we continue to see it. The scientist who discovered it, he also adjusted his watch according to sunrise or the sunset. So we continue to see it. The same way, When you say, vihāya, how to give up the form and color, it is not physically giving up, please. It is our identification for it. That, the notion that they are real, that is to be given up. The world is real, that is to be given up. Once you say the world is real, then what happens? You depend upon the world for happiness. They depend upon the objects for happiness. So once you know that what you see as color, form, it has only an appearance. It doesn't have the capacity to give you lasting happiness. This notion has to and the dawn in you. This particular thought has to dawn in you. This is called vihaya, giving up means. So otherwise everybody give up whatever they have, then everybody go to Himalayas, then what happens? Himalayas become crowded, <laughs> there will be problem, hygiene <laughs> problem, accommodation problem. <laughs> Please don't do that, stay here only. (coughs) And continue to do whatever you are doing. Only thing what? The inner dependence is the one to be given up. So once you give up that dependence, mental dependence, and you can in, you can see yourself in the meditation seat quietly sit and think how many things I am dependent body start with body wow little problem small headache the whole mood is gone immediately doctor who is the doctor there find out and if that doctor doesn't treat you properly, you are angry. You go to another doctor. <laughs> and little problem. Worried, anxious. How much we are dependent upon this body. I am not telling you, you should neglect the body, please. You take care of the body, that is our duty. But getting agitated, worried, anxious, that is not going to help if it is sick you take care of it do what is necessary period don't keep on imagining things luxury comforts etc how much we are dependent if one day hot water doesn't work let us know how much we suffer Electricity, because in this country everything is dependent upon electricity. Electricity is gone, then what happens? Everything gone. You can't make a cup of tea also. Uh. (laughs) How much we are dependent upon this comfort? Okay. Huh? so mentally imagine how many things you make a list also. How many things you are dependent. So slowly, slowly develop the strength of mind that one I am not depending upon this particular thing. Slowly. That's why in our custom, in our culture, there is something called when you go to Kashi you have to give up something. (laughs) What is to be given up? What you really like? (laughs) That is to be given up. One person came back after uh, going to Kashi. Somebody said, what did you give up? He said, I gave up my wife. Why? He said, that is what I like very (laughs) dearly. So I gave up her. (laughs) Not like that. So what you really mentally like certain things? You have passion for something. So a person who is smoking cigarettes, should give up that. A person who is habituated in drinking coffee, give up that. Or whatever that is. So this kind of... why this particular th- the custom? Because See that, if after giving up, whether you survive or not. <laughs> what is the state of mind? Beginning it will be very tough. Then afterwards, you see, you are relaxed mentally. It doesn't matter if it is there or not. It doesn't make any difference. So, this, this objects, have you seen a grandfather playing with a grandchild? board grandfather is playing with the grandchild the carrom board the grandchild is so excited and as he is winning the child is so excited he encouraged the grandfather to play with him the moment the child loses the game what happened <laughs> the child starts crying is it Now suppose the grandfather loses the game, will he cry? Whether gain or loss, it doesn't make any difference to him. The same way. Why? Because he has grown out of that particular game or play or toy. So those days we used to play with marbles, it? grandfather play grandchild with marbles. The child is counting the marble, how many marble he has got, what color he has got, he is so possessive about it. Now but grandfather also play with the child, but doesn't make any difference to him. Meaning or loss. In fact, it is an entertainment for it. (laughs) The same way if you are able to reduce all objects at the level of marble. (laughs) Look at that mind of grandfather. Then you are free from dependence. You have to practice that these are all sadhanas. That's why Vedanta, intellectually, you appreciate. But when it comes to living, what happens? There are blocks. <laughs> a lot of blocks. And that blocks are to be removed. That, for that what do you need? A culture to back up. Unless you live that culture, you will not be able to appreciate the epitome of that culture. Because that's why we think that I know not understand philosophy, I know Vedanta, Ambrah asked me, that is what it is. You think you understood? <laughs> but then you have not made the connection. In order to get that connection, what is that? Mind is to be prepared. In order to prepare the mind we have to get into this culture. And that culture gives you sadhana. Many different kinds of sadhanas. And those sadhanas have meaning, inner meaning. We think that it is all simple practices, you know, customs, <laughs> superstitions. It is not. It has got some meaning. If we follow that, it will take you a long way. So the, the Kasi Atra giving up something, all, all very beautiful meaning is there. <laughs> it, it is to develop in your mind that it the detachment. So we are mentally dependent upon so many things in life. Reduce that to minimum. Minimize that. It is not that you start donating all your luxury items tomorrow, it's not what is said. But whether it is there or not, don't depend upon that. See in Ramayana, Ram Chandraji, life you read, very beautiful. This Rama and Lakshmana, who born and brought up in palace, when Vishalitra came to take them, they immediately walked with him. They never asked, you know, two-three servants to be carried their luggage, hold all, (laughs) and food items (coughs) packed, and somebody should be... Because we remember when we went to Yatra, there was one truck full of things. There were two trucks. One truck there are there are cooks also. And every period, every six hours or seven hours they used to step down, I mean stop the car and they make food and give it to us. So it was there, every arrangement was made. This is not called pilgrimage really. <laughs> and real pilgrimage you should read at the Sabanji Maharaj. When he went to Kailas. Kailasa Yatra, there is a book you read that, right? how he went. <laughs> he never went with anybody, he went on his own. <laughs> he never carried money, never carried any hold-out also. A second pair of dress also was not there. That he just walked, completely giving himself to the Lord. He will take care of it. that Vishwas. And he did. So that is the real pilgrimage. <laughs> so anyway, so this dependence, one by one, we should see this inner dependence. You can see when you sit in meditation, you watch your mind. How many dependents are there? Oh, time. All right, we will stop here. Today. Next Sunday. Om Purnamada, Purnamidam, Purnar, Purnamade, Purnasya Purnamada, Yapur Nameva, Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Harivom Sri V Ru Namaha Hariv Next Sunday we have no class. Next Sunday we don't have class.